From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and right. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patriots of all ages, welcome to another fun-filled edition of In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. And yes, I am your lovable host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. And man, oh man, I seem to be on this roll this week because we have another episode that I'm going to have to put forth uh, a sort of a salty warning because I might get a little salty again today because there are some things that yeah are pretty typical not so much because of what's going on in DC but other places and dealing with other issues but before I get into that again for today as always you can send us email comments questions shout outs whatever to inblackandright at gmail.com or our website inblackandright.net. And just to let you know, starting Monday, In Black and Right will be doing not just its daily audio podcast, but we're going to be doing daily video broadcast. Um, it's going to make for a long day, but it's going to make for a good day because there's so much stuff going on. I don't have I don't know really that much time to do it in an audio podcast, so I'm putting it uh, in two different formats, audio and video. Um, so hopefully uh, that's going to make it pretty darn interesting, and that's going to be on our Rumble page uh, starting next Monday, February 13th. So yeah, keep an eye out for it, and yes, we will put uh, we'll put links on the website right on the homepage. So. You can tell your friends and all sorts of stuff and share it with as many people as you know because we are still growing. We are still growing. In fact, I was just looking at some of our analytics the other day and we even have a listener from Indonesia. I'm like, wow, that's pretty far. But we also have Europe, uh, South America, uh, other places. So. We're growing, and, and I didn't even believe that we were going to be growing that much uh, overseas. But that's the beauty of podcasting and the internet. You can get us pretty much anywhere on the planet, so long as you've got an internet connection. So, folks, anyway, my big question today, and I have a couple of stories that really brought this to my mind. What is going on in the state of New Jersey? Seriously. <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. Because now, just this afternoon, before uh, starting to record today's breaking news from the Epic Times, another New Jersey councilman has been shot dead one week after another New Jersey councilman in another part of the state was killed in her car. This councilman was shot dead in his car as well. Now, a week ago, uh, I did this story. I, I did mention it. Uh, a young woman, uh, a young black woman, 30 years old, a beautiful lady, was shot in her vehicle in front of her home. She was targeted 
I mean, this is assassination execution style stuff. And now the same thing has happened again. Now, I don't know if you really want to call this like a copycat, because certainly it could be, but at least in this situation, the shooter uh, was found later by police with a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. Now, that, but just, it's, it's wild. Now, just reading the first uh, paragraph or two from the Epic Times story, a New Jersey City Council member, Russell Heller, was shot dead in his car coming about a week after another New Jersey Council member was killed, officials said. Heller, who was 51, was shot, was found shot and killed outside of his vehicle at the PSENG facility in Franklin Township, uh, the Somerset County Prosecutor's Office said. Heller, a Republican, was a senior distribution supervisor at PSENG, according to reports. Now, the young woman um, who was shot last week, Eunice um, Duampour, yeah, she was Republican too. Now, two Republicans serving in New Jersey as local council people are shot dead within a week of each other. What in the sand hell is going on? Now, it's bad enough hearing about this gentleman, Councilman Heller, but when the woman who was killed last week, black, female, and Republican, I'm sorry, but where in the sand hell were people like Benjamin Crump? Where was Joy Reid, the most racist psycho woman on cable news? Where was Don Lemon over at CNN, hmm? When a woman of color is shot and killed, if this was a Democrat, I guarantee you, they would be broadcasting this and blasting it 24-7 for days. But because she was a Republican, eh, no big deal. Just one more Uncle Tom that got rid, that somebody killed. Yeah, so no, I got a problem with it. I do not want to hear another damn word out of people like Maxine Waters and AOC and all the other Democrats talking about, oh, how terrible uh, MAGA is. You know, Trump supporters, they're violent, they're terrible, they were responsible for the insurrection on January 6th. <laughs> These people have to be stopped. I mean, folks, this absolutely reminded me of. Joe Biden, really angry speech last September the 1st, that really weirded out speech in front of Independence Hall in Philadelphia with the blood red lighting and Biden was channeling his inner Emperor Palpatine. It was divisive. It was mean. It didn't unite anybody. It only served to tick people off. I'm like, this is the same sort of thing, you know? Well, yeah, it's like these MAGA supporters, they're extremists and they're horrible. It's like, and they're terrible. It's like, mm-hmm. So, uh, did anybody ever get the uh, political affiliation of the guy who just shot this other 
uh, Councilman, Councilman Heller. Hmm. Uh, police still haven't found the first shooter, but hmm. Let's find out what their political party affiliation is. Hmm. I mean, no, they're not gonna. They're not gonna do that. They are absolutely not gonna do that. And yet, the very same people who gripe, moan, and complain about America First and MAGA and Trump supporters and this and Republicans, blah, blah, blah. It's like, really? I have not... No. This is stupid. And frankly, if any any Democrat wants to open their mouth and try to get on their moral high horse, I'd love for them to try because you got no leg to stand on. Joy Reid doesn't, Don Lemon doesn't, and all these other black way out and left fielders have nothing because the woman was a Republican. So no, don't tell me how much you care because you're a lying sack of excrement. You, Joy Reid, oh yeah. I mean, girl, mm. MSNBC, I swear, is the only network I know of where its hosts and its anchors are nothing more than mental patients. They are off their freaking rockers and they have no psychiatrist to treat them. They are let loose to say the most asinine, bass-ackward stuff with no real evidence to back it up. They just say it just to be incendiary and divisive. They have no proof. They have no moral leg to stand on. They've got nothing. So I really don't want to hear anything out of the mouth of any Democrat because what you say are lies. It's evil. It's divisive. It's straight from the pit of hell. Okay, I'm just going to say it because frankly, I'm done with it. I am done with this. And now you have not only one, but two council, local council people in the state of New Jersey shot dead. I don't know the why. The motive hasn't been made clear by authorities, but apparently the FBI is uh, helping out New Jersey authorities with the first shooting. But this is just ridiculous. Political violence of any type by anyone is thoroughly unacceptable. Get it? I mean, this is so easy. My five-year-old great-niece can get it. But apparently... Because the Democrats want to play politics, they'll scream bloody murder when it's done to a Democrat, but nothing when it's done to a Republican. So, if you got a problem with what I just said, tough. Deal with it. Sit down. Shut your pie hole. Because this is ridiculous. This is how polarizing and messed up Joe Biden's America has gotten. And... The mainstream media, I'm not letting you off the hook either. Oh no, because you put this crap out there and feed it to low information voters and the mentally unstable, and they take it and run. I mean, who knows what the reasoning was, but you don't go around just shooting and killing political officials, whether it be local, county, state legislature, state legislators, or anybody else. It's unacceptable, period. Now, for those who want to say, well, you you, you just want to start sounding mealy mouth and sort of above it all, it's like, 
I will pretty much tell you to shut up because you've got nothing. This is horrible. I mean, a 30-year-old black woman. I mean, hey, where's Black Lives Matter? Hmm? Come on. Where are they? They are nowhere. They're not anywhere in the south side of Chicago on any given weekend. But when you got a cop, and I mean, they certainly weren't there really in Memphis after the uh, Tyree Nichols incident because all the cops involved were black and they continue to the stupid notion that even black police officers are racist and yet they are accused of killing a black man okay I'm sorry you if you want to call it liberal logic I will tell you right now that is the biggest oxymoron emphasis on moron that I've ever heard that, that I've ever heard that's just ridiculous but I want to see what happens with this. Um, I mean, and speaking of New Jersey, <clears throat> excuse me, here's, a, here's one that just blew my mind from justthenews.com from one of their reporters, Madeline Hubbard. Headline, <clears throat> excuse me, Democrat mayor and entire New Jersey Township Council switch parties from Democrat to Republican. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute, what? Was that a typo? Well, anyway, the sub-headline. The mayor said the reason in part for the switch was the quote-unquote nastiness, rhetoric, and social media vitriol of national politics, unquote. I'm like, whoa, that's wild. I mean, and I'm starting to read this story, and I'm just going, oh, my, 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 my. Uh, just a little bit of this. I got. I mean, I gotta read this to you. This is just mind blowing to me. The mayor and all four council members in New Jersey's East Hanover Township are switching from the Democrat to Republican Party in a move they say is in quote unquote the best interest of the community. The township has a population of about eleven thousand one hundred, and this is a quote uh, from the mayor. Uh, a gentleman named Joseph Panulo and told the New Jersey Globe, quote, municipal leaders have a responsibility to, pre to represent their constituents and it is our belief that this change of party is in the best interest of the community. And I'm like, whoa. And, but the mayor continued, uh, quote, as the nastiness, rhetoric, and social media vitriol of national politics continue to infiltrate local governance, we collectively determined this was the best course of action to help keep the focus on local issues impacting our community, end quote. I'm like, whoa, that is absolutely mind-boggling. I mean, in a state as blue as New Jersey, you've got a mayor and the entire township council switching from Democrat to Republican? Who'd have thunk that? Right in the middle of this whole mess with the shootings of local council people, local government officials. That's crazy. I mean, that is absolutely about as crazy as I've seen. This is why I had to ask, what is going on with the state of New Jersey? I mean, as blue as it is, and the fact that 
Bill Murphy, its governor, only won re-election by not a huge landslide. I think it was about maybe three, maybe four points, but still. And it, I mean, that's just miraculous to me because this is not something that Democrats normally do. I mean, to make such a dramatic shift on that level. I mean, yes, it's an entire township, but wow. I mean, I also, I mean, I remember when Jeff Van Drew, Congressman Van Drew, was uh, switched from Democrat to Republican. That was kind of big news, but an entire town, including its mayor and city council? Wow. That is a mind blower. Uh, and, <laughs> but anyway, and speaking of blowers or mind blowers, or at least maybe whistleblowers in this case, um, we've got a great, another great story. John Solomon and Nick Jeebus from uh, Just the News love the headline. FBI whistleblower raises fresh concerns about bank record mining undercover agents in the J6 probe. Now, I love this, the, the little sub-headline underneath. Veteran FBI intelligence analyst testimony raises civil liberty questions about acquisition of bank records and possible undercovers at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Oops. Fedsurrection, boys and girls. And if you think I'm just being glib or cute, all right, let's read the first paragraph of the story. Or maybe the second. I don't know. But a recently retired FBI supervisory intelligence analyst told Congress in a whistleblower disclosure that agents in Boston were improperly pressured by Washington to open criminal cases on 140 people who had simply taken a bus ride to the January 6th rally in Washington. The agents refused because there was no evidence the attendees engaged in any criminality, the whistleblower said. Now, uh, next paragraph here. George Hill's testimony to the House Judiciary Committee also raised new civil liberty concerns about the FBI's January 6th probe, including whether the Bureau mined Americans' bank records without, I repeat, without court authority and whether the agency possesses video footage it is refusing to release because it identifies undercover agents and human sources who were at the cap at the U.S. Capitol that fateful day. Excuse me. Oh, it's an interaction. And, and this is why Democrats on all these committees are trying to weave January 6th, especially when you're talking the Weaponization of Government subcommittee, Jim Jordan and the Judiciary Committee, they want to just make it all, they want the focus to be January 6th. I mean, it's like, oh look, squirrel, squirrel, right over here, squirrel. No, this, <laughs> I mean, hello, what have people been saying? And what has the FBI been trying to hide? Hmm? Were there human intelligence assets or, in, or undercover agents there at the Capitol? And the FBI has never, ever, in two years plus, refused. They've never answered the question. Never. And it's like, well, they've come up with all sorts of excuses. And I'm talking 
from Christopher Ray all the way down to senior officials within the Bureau and the Department of Injustice. So yeah, this is absolutely blown, mind-blowing. This George Hill, whose testimony before the, the Judiciary Committee, now Mr. Hill is a military veteran and a longtime analyst for the NSA and the FBI who retired just last year. So this isn't a guy who retired years ago. No, no, he retired from the Boston, from the FBI's Boston field office. And oh man, this is wild. This is absolutely one of the wildest things. But yet, nope, they're gonna keep screaming, oh, it was January 6th, it was January 6th. And what about all the people, these political prisoners in DC Gitmo, who've been treated like absolute crap for two years? Many of them in solitary confinement, not having access to medical care because some of them do have health issues. And it's already bad enough they've had somebody, a young man, kill himself in prison because he couldn't stand it anymore. And yet, the people who are responsible for that, like right now, you might think you're all that in a bag of chips, but when the time comes, I think you're going to burn in hell for that. Yep, I do believe so because this is such a travesty of, of justice. I mean, a, I mean, it's worse than a travesty. Doing this to American citizens with little to no due process and just keeping them there and coming up with charges and sentencing them to unbelievable amounts and just, oh. Forgive me, folks. I, I, I try to wrap my head around it, and my brain starts to hurt. How I mean, these people who are getting these crazy sentences, some of them have been acquitted, but the ones who have been found guilty, I mean, if they really are guilty, some of this is just plain wrong. And I hope President Trump, when he gets back into office, will make this right. And, of course, they're trying to do all this stuff to... You know, well, and keep people from visiting them and giving them some support, giving them love, letting, not even letting them have religious services. I mean, my goodness. I, it makes me think of the Apostle Paul when he was in prison by Rome. He was, in a sense, a political prisoner. Even though he was a citizen of Rome, uh, he didn't exactly get uh, a square deal. He certainly didn't, but my lord, this is going to be really, really interesting to see what happens with not just the Judiciary Committee, but also the Subcommittee on the Weaponization of Government. Jim Jordan's going to have himself a whole lot of fun and a whole lot of work. That is for certain. But, uh, <laughs> let's see here, sorry. Oh, let's see. Oh, <laughs> here's a little something that just blew my mind when I when I read it. And this is a story out of Breitbart. Now, Andrew Cuomo, the disgraced governor of New York, who said on a recent pro uh, one of his podcasts, he said, quote, Southern states were right that opening the border created hardship. I'm like, wow. Okay, this is one of those, okay, head scratcher, but yeah, 
Now, in reading the uh, story in Breitbart, uh, former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo believes President Biden is making a mistake in the way he is handling the southern border. No. Duh. Even admitting in the latest episode of his podcast that southern states were right about the hardship opening the border would cause. Hello? It's not just the southern states that were right. It was all the states that actually had common sense that were right. Yep, and the blue states are like, well, oh no, you're sending us all this. No, 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 no. That's, I mean, New York, Illinois. I mean, oh my gosh. It wasn't just the southern states. Because now, with pushing 6 million illegal immigrants, some of them criminals, some of them trying to game the asylum system, they were, they're not asylum seekers. They are, most of them are economic migrants who you really can't blame for wanting a better life, but, but, a, but economic improvement is not what you do if you're going to, it's not a reason to get citizenship or asylum in the United States. It's just not. There's a little thing called federal law, thank you, but yet it seems like Mayuckas, Alejandro Mayuckas, who I'm really rooting that he gets impeached, who has screwed this pooch so bad he's made dog breeders all over the country cry. Yeah, this is ridiculous. We have to get this under control. And and to hear somebody who has as left as it gets almost, well actually he is, I mean, Andrew Cuomo saying that Biden made a mistake? I mean, who'd have thunk that? I mean, it's almost like who'd have thunk it Thursday? <laughs> it's, it's just really funny to me. Uh, but yeah, he put it out there. Biden's making a mistake by doing this. Holy cow, folks. I mean, you've got an entire New Jersey town from the mayor and the city council switching from Democrat to Republican. You've got two New J local New Jersey uh, government officials who've been shot and killed execution style and I'm like what's going on I mean really what is going on here I mean I know that there are all kinds of things that are uh, th that are going on you know and especially uh, but I definitely got to throw in one more thing now uh, catching, listening to a little bit of Steve Bannon's war room this morning, I mean, the things that are coming out about this Chinese spy balloon in its aftermath, I mean, seriously, I, I'll let uh, Mr. Bannon in his own words talk to you about this because this needs to be told. Yesterday that uh, Hines of Connecticut came on the Wolf Blitzer so and, and, and kind of said, oh yeah, you know, I had a gang of eight, and he says, hey, has the gang of eight been briefed on the on the balloon, as we've been harping on? He goes, we're not really, he says, I was there at the chairman, he's the minority on the, on the, um, on the House Intelligence. He says, but we got kind of an informal briefing, CNN put it up, there's all kind of questions. I keep telling you, drive into the ground the 28th of January. Now they're saying, as it came across the Aleutian Islands, they picked it up Where'd you hear this first? Right here, earlier than the 28th. And guess what? 
supposedly nobody told the White House, which is a lie, and we'll find that's a lie, as it traipsed over Alaska and took a hard right because it has a rudder and it can steer itself. It doesn't drift with the wind. It, it you know started coming down. That's when they notified the White House. That is a lie, and we got to get to the bottom. Of it. They still have not had a full and official briefing of the Gang of Eight, which the people on the Hill from the church committee in the 70s that had these high security clearances, all the leadership in the, in the intelligence community, the House and, and Senate intelligence community, the select committees on intel that have those clearances, have not been briefed yet. Why? They can't get their story straight. My friends, that is just straight up weird. Still, as of today, Thursday, February 9th, there has still been no official briefing by the Gang of Eight at all about the Chinese spy balloon. That is just plain weird. This should have been done Monday at the absolute latest after that thing was shot down. But nope, still no official briefing. The State of the Union is done, and that was a train wreck, but yet we still have no idea, no official briefing by the Gang of Eight. Or to the Gang of Eight. So, yeah. This really makes me wonder, what the heck's going on? I mean, I think Bannon's right. Because there's been no official briefing to the Gang of Eight. Because Biden and his dingbats can't get their story straight. I mean, why is it taking so long for an official Gang of Eight briefing? I mean, good grief. It's almost a week since that balloon was shot down off the coast of South Carolina. What's the deal? I don't know, but I'm praying that we certainly find out uh, within the next day or so because the longer this goes on, the worse it's going to look for Biden, the White House, the DOD, and the Pentagon. It just is. And that, my friends, is just straight up fact. Ugh. Oh dear. <laughs> anyway, my friends, I'm looking at the clock on the wall, seeing that we're just about done for today. Now, remember, if you like what you hear, tell your friends uh, to subscribe to our audio podcast. You can find it on any podcast platform. We're on all of them. Uh, or you can go to any of our social media sites. I will be putting links to them. Uh, not long after they are uploaded to the server. And it's going to be fun. So, uh, let's see, what else am I thinking here? Well, I think I've gotten that. Uh, of course, you can find us on social media. We're on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Truth Social, Getter, uh, Parlor, and True Patriot Network. You can find where we are. Uh, you can go to our website to our other platforms uh, link or you can if you're on any of those just look for either my name Jerry Brooks or in black and right anyway my friends take care of yourselves God bless everybody tomorrow yep we've got another edition of WTF Friday looking forward to that so for now love y'all Take care, God bless, and remember, patriots still come in all colors.